0: thanks for listening to the lost dial if you like our podcast please rate us and comment on itunes and partbean.com also check out our friends aaron andy and amacy at the porchcast and dd and Ariel at catnaps and cognac both can be found on itunes and Podbean. and now back to the show
1: Episode. This is the B side of episode 104, Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseradio.com. I'm just reading um, the top 10 things we love this week, the must list from yeah, we, Entertainment. Week Entertainment Weekly? Ooh, talking with Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead. Ooh. So what week, was, what,
2: what uh, week this is this Entertainment is, Weekly
1: from? Um, where would it say? Uh, oh, right there, March 15th, 2013.
2: So. That was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um,
1: but uh, number two on the must list is a movie called Smashed. Have you ever heard of it?
2: A movie called
1: Smash. It's smashed.
2: Oh, Smashed.
1: Yeah. Uh, DVD and download. Uh, here's hoping this unique indie drama about a party-hard couple, Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Aaron Paul, mm-hmm. and their awkward dance with sobriety, finds a wider audience. Hmm. But, um, you know, I'm always on the lookout for things that Aaron Paul are in.
2: And I like uh, Mary, I uh, forgot her last, all the rest of her. Winstead? Names. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I like her as an actress.
1: I don't care for her.
2: No. no I don't even know her. <laughs> I don't think
1: I do. I don't think I know her, but that just caught my eye. And there's an article in here somewhere with Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus, he plays uh, Daryl in uh, The Walking Dead, which uh, The Walking Dead <laughs> it's had season its finale. Yeah, season finale last Sunday.
2: So how did you feel?
1: <sighs> I know you, I don't watch it. But, did you hear things? You must have heard things. Probably,
2: yeah, mostly through Twitter, but there's What'd references you hear? I don't really know. Um, all I know is that whoever, uh, I think her name starts with A, Andrea. A- Andrea. Andrea. Uh, I think she's been, now she's going to be a regular, a cast regular.
1: A cast regular.
2: I heard she's annoying, but she's a a, a villain now or something.
1: Mm, she's dead.
2: She's dead. Oh, okay. She dies. Well, in this. How can she be a regular then? So. She
1: um, this is, I could see where people would either. I mean, from the from the beginning. She, I mean, she's she started off in the very beginning of season one. Andrea. Uh, she's a character actually in the graphic novel that lives throughout the entire graphic novel, mm. but in the show, um, you know, she's. I guess before the world ends, she's a um, like a civil rights or civil attorney. I don't know. She's a, she's a lawyer. Um,
2: a quick question: the graphic novel is that still going or is that that, that ended? I don't know, dude.
1: I honestly don't know.
2: Because mm-hmm. I would, I think I would actually, I wouldn't mind reading the graphic novel versus Good. the show.
1: I mean, I uh, the thing is with me, I mean, because I love the show so much, and then I went and started, you know, looking at the graphic novel like. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the later ones I skim because I don't want just in case they do follow them very closely. Right, you don't want to be spoiled. But um, but anyway, Andrea, who who is played by Lori Holden, who's a, she's another one I'm going to be hoping to see in other things. Um, she's a uh, you know she, like I said, she's very um, very strong, strong willed, independent woman. She is a lawyer before the world goes to hell in a handbasket um and you know she kind of separates herself from the rest of the women in the uh, survivors group that they are in you know as you know she more or less wants to learn how to be a soldier you know she mm. wants to fight the walkers she wants to you know learn how to you know use a gun and while the women are doing you know the normal women things you know as they would you know before the end of the world as well as after the end of the world laundry's gotta be done cakes have gotta be baked (laughs) and there's gotta be women to do those things but but Andrea you know is more you know wants to hang out with the men and do men things but anyway um, at the end of season 2 after they stay on a farm season 2 and then the farm gets overrun with walkers and they have to take off Andrea gets separated from the group and um that's where you're introduced to Michonne, the uh tantalizing uh Is that the black lady? Yeah. Same who, pictures uh, of her. She wears yeah. a she wears a kit like a hood and she's got swords and she's awesome. Michonne's awesome. But Michonne actually saves Andrea all alone after the, she gets separated from the group and Uh, her and Andrea spend a winter together um, trying to survive and people are talking as to what might have happened between the two of them because Michonne um, well anyway when the governor comes into play um, Michonne and Andrea stumble upon Woodbury the town that the governor is in control of and uh, Andrea kind of you know gets friendly friendly with the governor and uh, Michonne finds the place to be completely not what you know others see it as she kind of sees right through it she sees right through the governor that's why she ends up uh leaving and hooking up with with Rick and his group at mm-hmm. the prison who Andrea used to be with but is separated um but Michonne is is very upset that you know Andrea chose a warm bed over a friend but then in the season finale when Andrea is bitten, and which is everybody shocked by. Because like I said, you're, you're either going to love Andrea or you're going to hate Andrea. I think most people loved Andrea just because she was different than the rest of the women on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a strong person. I think people might have not liked her because she hooked up with the governor rather than going back and immediately finding her friends and sticking with them. Mm-hmm. And she's misled, of course, um, as most people would be in a post-apocalyptic you know people are going to be drawn to good and evil you know it's that's just how it's going to go down and it's you know
2: can you really break it down to good and evil like that i mean it <clears> seems <throat> like even from a little bit that i've watched that it's a kind of show that could um there's a gray area so there's things of course that, you know
1: but i mean ultimately i think you know and and i just brought up a thing about the stand one of stephen king's it's very long book. It's Stephen King's my favorite Stephen King book. I haven't read a lot of Stephen King, but I it's my probably my favorite book of all times. to Stand. Mm. It's about um, the end of the world. It's about a a plague a man you know a government made plague that you know decimates ninety nine point nine percent of the world's population and the right. people that are remaining are you know basically there's a representative of good and a representative of evil that mm-hmm. comes to Earth and people are drawn to either side and you know the Walking Dead kind of
2: it's about survivors again. It's like this too.
1: To yeah. You survive. either, you're going to make your stand on one side or the other. But, um, yeah. When Andrea is bitten and, uh uh, Michonne, you know, stays with her. Um, cause she's obviously going to, you know, blow her brains out cause she doesn't want to turn and whatever. Right. But Michonne is just, you don't see a lot of emotion on of Michonne as a character in the show. And, she is just devastated when she sees that Andrea's been bitten. So, like, everybody's, like, you know, speculating as to uh, did they did something happen between them the winter that they spent together all by themselves? You know, like. Did
2: they get a little more friendly? Than
1: hopefully them? they'll go back, you know, in the next season, maybe
2: Do a fill in some gaps.
1: Yeah, of uh, Michonne and Andrea scissoring or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just went on a huge spiel there, uh, but well, I'm, you ha-
2: you had it um, pent up in your system for a while, you right? I don't decides.
1: have anybody to talk. Oh well,
2: we, we this had- Sunday
1: uh, next show we will bring back Mad Men recap, hopefully. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have anybody to talk about the show, and I think it's a great show, and you know, now I got to wait. About say, what
2: sucks is I know people that watch it, but it's a it's a little bit of a hassle to try to. I don't want to call it a hassle, but it's not easy to get them here to talk. To you about it and other than you know i mean either way they still be uh good to be on the show anyway it's just right, right. getting them here so
1: but uh yeah i mean that was the big thing with the season finale is um
2: that's a subtle shout out to uh catnaps and cognac because i think Katnaps. they both watched the show
1: <clears throat> yeah andrea yeah andrea gets bitten i don't think people expected it um and the governor <laughs> i i gotta i gotta be truthful i i i started crying at the end of this episode and I'm not even I'm not You're even not joking around. Weeps.
2: You're not one that uh, a big. I mean, place. I get
1: emotional from from stuff I see, but, but I do mean, you wa- does water come out of your eyes? Not normally. This it it takes a lot, and I was um, there were some things from this episode that really disturbed me. Even some things that are you know you normally see in movies or TV shows. Like um, there's a, a scene where the governor starts to gun down his own people, hmm. and um, normally you know something like that. Wouldn't really disturb me, but it really, really hit me hard when he did that. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just because I think you know, especially with television shows, you get so like
3: emotionally
1: in, involved involved, involved these... in these characters. Yeah, and and it does something to you a lot differently than a movie would. Or, I can relate because you know. that's happened to me yeah.
2: before. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure people. People who don't watch the show could probably tease me about it, mm. um, talking about, like, the end of Lost. Mm. Uh, even the people that do watch the show, because a lot of people, when it ended, half of it hated it, the other half loved it. I right. was one of the half that loved it. Um, had I been in a different room, or if I was by myself, or maybe with all Lost <laughs> lovers, I probably would have shed a tear. Because, yeah. um, again, it's the characters and how everything was wrapped up. Yeah. Fringe almost did it to me. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I can understand. I understand about the the emotional. The, the, they they kind of pulled at the heartstrings a little bit. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, and it's funny because we don't watch it together. But um, you know, I'm working working for the Greeks again, delivering food, um, and uh, some of my fellow uh, uh, fellow workers. Walking, walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. Watchers. We, uh, you know.
2: What is, what is the name of your fan base? There,
1: yeah, we were talking idea? about it the other night. We were, we, it was hilarious. We were like, we're gonna, you know, now that the show's over, we need to, you know, keep the fire going. Now that we gotta <laughs> wait, you know, a whole year for a new season, and I was thinking, you know, we could come up with our own, you know, wicked geeky fan club, and like hmm. we could have like um, theme based parties, and we all dress up as our favorite characters, you know, go real geek, you know. But um, hopefully,
2: <clears> there are not like five breaks that show up, but
1: yeah no rick's, um, rick's boring
2: no i wouldn't know that's the only character i know yeah but um he's the only one that i see on the posters right
1: well he is the main character no he's cool but i mean i don't know he's like he's, he's not as cool as some of the other ones no nah, there's some way cooler characters again
2: lost reference is not like jack where jack is like the main character but there's several other characters like more people are probably yeah. like sawyer but yeah um yeah. actually i think i might be more of a fan of Saeed. Again, you know nothing of this. No.
1: If you don't watch it, so. But uh yeah, Mondays at work now we can't Nope, the show's I lied. Over. Desmond. I like Desmond. <clears throat> okay, go on. Desmond Tutu. Um But yeah, we you know, we'll all like get together at work and we'll talk about the show that happens Sunday, you know, like we're you know, one of those women's book review, you know, mm-hmm. suburban chicks uh sitting around talking about books, you Drinking know, but tea. we're all like, Yeah, fuck that we get all pumped up. But um I wasn't the only one who got emotional with this last episode, and these aren't chicks I'm talking about. These are other men um, that I spoke with about this uh, season finale that got teary-eyed, got a little choked up. Did you hug
2: it out afterwards?
1: We did more than hug it out.
2: (laughs) Okay, don't go on. Don't go on. We'll just leave it at that.
1: Not only do we have theme parties, we have Walking Dead orgies.
2: (laughs) Oh, that is too much information. We're going to move on. Let's talk about uh, Miguel uh, Ferrer. Miguel Ferrer. Uh, that's like with uh I believe seven R's for um F E R R E R R
1: R E R Ferrer mm. Miguel Ferrer. Mm. So, actually let me
2: just pull up his IMDB page as you're gonna say what you gotta say so that mm. way we can
1: I don't even know why we're talking about him really. Well
2: we uh we're looking at a list earlier today of um all the uh the villains that from Disney cartoons or right. whatever. Putting
1: a face to the to the Disney villain. Right, right.
2: And he came up as um
1: yeah, who For, was he again?
2: Yeah, I'm already forgot. Oh, that uh, from Mulan. Whoever that character was. Yes, the villain Mulan. from Mulan. Yeah. Shan Yu? Yeah. Shan Hu. Yeah. I'm sorry. Asian people. If any of you people out there, yeah. and,
1: and Miguel Ferrer is one of them ones that people are going to be like, who? Yeah, You got to see his see, face. Once you see his face, everybody you know. knows who he is. I this think,
2: happened last yeah. night. We were, my parents and I were watching Person of Interest, uh, another great show. Uh, it just keeps getting better. But um, Tracy Tom showed up as one of the, the Person of Interest of the week. And my parents are like, we've seen her before somewhere. And she's got one of those What's faces. What's her name? Her name is Tracy Toms. I'll pull up her page in a second. Oh. And um, I've seen her in several movies. She plays in... Uh, whoops. Oh, my God. Where did that page go? She plays in uh, Death Proof. The the Tarantino film that we yeah. don't really care yeah. for too much. Um, she also plays in Is Rent. that
1: the chick who's got a... Um... An automatic rifle as a leg or whatever. No,
2: that that's Planet Terror. That's the other one. Oh, okay. Oh, whoops. Okay, this is Tracy Tom. She's up now, so she's got one of those Mm. faces that you've seen before, and I think she's absolutely beautiful.
1: She almost, uh, you know, she almost looks like, mm, well, in that particular picture with the hair like that. mm, And I was can't even think of her name. I was telling
2: my parents, well, you've probably seen her in Cold Case, uh, that show on CBS that was kind of around. People, I don't watch that. Not you. I was talking to my parents. Oh. Like They've probably seen her on that show, because everything else that she's been in, I know they haven't seen. Like They, they would never watch The Devil Wears Prada. They haven't seen Looper yet. <laughs> um, Death Proof, they wouldn't watch. Um, so it's a bunch of shows that I've seen that I know they haven't seen, so I'm like, well, i got to narrow it down to tell mm-hmm. them where they've seen her, because I know they've seen her. Right. Uh, she's also been in a couple episodes of Harry's Law. Sadly, it's been canceled a long time ago. Um, and a number of other things. She, again, like Michael Ferrer... Uh, she's just one of those faces, like, I've seen you somewhere, but where? Mm-hmm. And it's probably some bit role, but a really memorable role.
1: For those of you listening right now who don't have access to a computer or a device where you can look up who um, Miguel Ferrar is, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, Ferrer?
2: Ferrer. <clears throat> Let's say Ferrer.
1: Um, one big uh, movie oh God, he's, he's in that yeah, I think most people related would know.
2: To? Right here. He, he and cousin George Clooney. No, wow. get out of here. That's crazy. Get out
1: of here. He's in um he's in traffic. Uh which I think most people have had to have seen traffic. Have RoboCop. Seen? Right, he's in RoboCop. He is the um
2: he's currently starring NCIS Los Angeles for those who watch that. Oh, really? Yeah. Um Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3. I mean, it's come funny. on. I'm thinking of I'm thinking
1: of all that? these movies, but I'm like I don't even know what his names are in these movies, so it's hard to explain which character...
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, because, again, once you...
1: You got to just find a device, look him up. Yeah, I mean, once you see his you gotta picture... You got to see his face. You'll know exactly who we're talking about. Miguel Ferrer. <laughs> Ferrer. <laughs>
3: Why,
2: wow, you got to say it so so strong. Um, I bet that's how he pronounced it. Well, he was on it. Psych. Of course he was on Psych. He's
1: in The Stand. Stephen King's The Stand. The 1994 ABC miniseries, The Stand. Which oh. I'm actually getting jazzed up, and you brought it to my attention, dude, that um the... The um film adaptation is in the the works. The screenplay anyway, and they're having huge difficulties whether to, you know, make it one film or do it as a trilogy, which it should be done as a trilogy, but
2: to make sure you get all those little nitty gritties in there. But Ben
1: Affleck is uh, ben, oh, that's right I did talk to you. There was out. a director who was in who they had hired before Ben Affleck, but he decided, no, I'm not doing this and he, he quit and now Ben Affleck is uh, they say he might even give it up too. They're having such a problem with. Uh, uh, I
2: mean, it must be just a, a tough thing to do because y- you probably don't want to do exactly there's, what's already been done, but
1: there's so much to it. I mean, right. the book is very in depth and it's very long. The 1994 miniseries though was very popular though. They,
2: Plus it was a miniseries. So they it, had time to, to it, do yeah, it. It was there. eight
1: hours long. They toned it down in order, you know, cause it's, there's a lot in the book that, is very graphic. They had to tone it down for TV, obviously, but mm-hmm. it was a, it was a big hit in 1994. Yeah. ABC.
2: I remember when it came on and again, you it, do, I do. Yeah. I was at, the have age, you seen it? No.
1: Oh, at the time no, I was should at, really
2: see it, I was then. at that age where I was scared of everything. Yeah. So I definitely wasn't going to watch it. So anytime like my sister or my parents were going to watch it, I would probably just leave the room. Or they Have your parents seen there. it? I think they may have. I know, I know my sister has,
1: I mean, it, the, it takes a uh, it takes a ninety degree turn in the. Minute. I mean, it becomes a very religious, you know, mm-hmm. religious orientated. I mean, story. Since, it, since it's come out, mm-hmm. I, I
2: pretty much know the plot of right. everything. But it's mm-hmm. just at that age for me, it just wasn't something I'd want to want to be involved with. Once
1: once the survivors reunite halfway through, you know, after everything's happened, the plague and everything, you know, it becomes. It's all about the final battle between good and evil. I mean, it's it's all religious implications. And, you know, the people on the good side become, even though they weren't necessarily religious people before the end of the world, mm-hmm. they become very lockstep with God and, the you know, the, the people in Las Vegas that, you know, gravitate mm-hmm. towards the devil's character, you know,
2: I think, um, I think it was about to come on Sci-Fi, like a. Yeah, uh, I think they play it on Sci-Fi a lot. Although I, I do have to say it again, just to give a shout out to DD Uh Skeefy, as she likes to call it, or what it used to be called. Skeefy. Um, but <laughs> it, I think it was about to come on, so I saw like the first opening scenes, and I'm like, wait a second, this is that miniseries, and it's on for like, I don't know, 24 hours. I highly
1: recommend it to you. But I highly I recommend the book. It. I know you don't like reading books, but...
2: Yeah, not really. <clears throat> How about audiobook?
1: But, I mean, you are a, um... Oh. I might right. be able to do the audiobook. Yeah, do the audiobook.
2: Because at least I can listen to it all that, that work.
1: Don't listen to... The, get one preferably not, not read by... <laughs> <laughs> wow,
2: I You're never just, slipped dude. I, know, I never, never slipped.
1: Um, this
2: really... This really must bother you, uh, apparently.
1: Oh, I'm so clogged up, dude. Hey. <laughs> just right. I just got to get system. it all out. <laughs> all right. Uh, dude, but you got to be proud of me, though. I never slip. Yeah, I know. I you, never you, slip.
2: But uh, that's what I was saying. This must really bother you that much, or it just had to come out. Yeah. So,
1: What was I saying, though?
2: Uh, about not... I'm, I'm, I was trying to finish the thought for oh, you. Uh, to get the abridged version?
1: I was going to say... Try to find an audiobook copy not read by Stephen King. Oh, see, well, if, see if it's done by anybody else because Stephen King is a goofball. Dude. I
2: didn't get to finish, but I was listening to his audiobook um, on writing that was recommended mm. to me because I'm a writer. Yeah, so I've
1: heard a lot about them. Oh, to you're, about a writer, that, you? yeah. you're a writer, are you? You're a writer, are you?
2: Yes, yes. I, I do some writing in my, my spare time.
1: Soon you will be reading what I've written. I'm I know waiting. I keep saying it's... it's Although,
2: soon, I'm waiting for you to um, yes, either return or yes. give me some feedback on what I, I gave I thought of it you. the other day, yes. And I'm like, i wonder if this dog has it.
1: No, I do. I know exactly where it is, too. Because okay. Did you I, read I, it? Have, uh, no, I... Pieces of it, but I I actually have to sit down and do it, dude. I'm as bad as everybody else when it comes to... It. It's not, nothing personal. It's just, right, you it's know... Right, it's just
2: you have to get around to it. <clears throat> and I think I might have to give you some supplemental uh, music to go with it, since it is a as I described it to you, a retro uh, concert film, mm-hmm. short film. Um, and what I'm talking about is I wrote a screenplay based on uh, Sam Koch's live album uh, from, I think, 64 or 67. Um, but uh, when he performed at the Harlem Club, and I wrote a And little, do the Harlem
1: Shake, darn I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I wrote a little vignette, vignettes that uh, might have happened at that particular show. Uh, like a cast of characters and they all mm. kind of intertwine with each other, the storylines, but it is a short film so that, I mean, it's not going to go into great detail or great depth, mm. but um, I mean, it was just a little, you know, a fun little project that I, I wanted to, to see if I could do. Um, again, another shout out to Jaden Alexander because she has a screenwriting blog and it was part of her challenge that she kind of put out to her writers it's like, hey, you know, um, or not her writers, but the people who follow her on her blog. She said, you know, for 30 days, try to, uh, you know, write a screenplay. So I went for it and did it, and I succeeded in that challenge. So that, that was that, and I actually finished the screenplay. I let Mike read it, uh, I don't know, this it was almost a, like a oh, year God, ago yeah, now. it was a while ago, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I stopped. Like
1: I said, to on, it honest. To, uh, honestly, I don't like to say honest to God, because no, we were just talking about religious <laughs> things. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad. Mm, yeah um but i like to draw the line between i am not a religious person sterling is a religious person and i find this book which is highly you know just chocked full of you know biblical references and everything is one of my favorite books of all times Mm. i think sterling should check it out because you know i don't know but um honest to god i know where it is because you brought it up semi recently and I and I pulled it out of the dusty pile that it was
2: <laughs> Oh great. Now it's covered in dust. Brushed it
1: off and yeah. <laughs> accidentally lit it on fire when I was smoking a cigarette. No, I'm just kidding. But uh yeah. But um, anyway, back to Miguel Ferrer. Why were we even talking about him in the first place? I wanted to play this too because I think it's well, yeah, because
2: we were talking about. um, Well, we were looking at the list of the Disney villains, yeah, and then you said, "Oh wow, yeah." And we were discussing Miguel Ferrer is good; he's a good actor. And we were discussing if we should put him on the list, which I already did of our underrated actors. Good. Let me see that thing. Oh, what thing? Oh, this thing.
1: I just because if all right, if anybody knows him well or knows his voice is... I think his voice is pretty.
2: Again, it's it's he's more of his one of them face, voice, though. Yeah, it is. It's more the face, because once you see his face, like, oh, that guy, and he's one of those guys who was that guy. Yeah.
1: Now this is something I just pulled up. Um, it is the Stand movie trailer from 1994, but I think the narration voice in it is Miguel Ferrer, actually. So.
2: Oh, he was also in The Shining TV series. Oh, come on, series. you're retarded. Oh, was he? Yeah, the miniseries, not the the. Um, turn me break. up!
1: Turn me up! Turn me up!
2: From Stephen King, the Master of
0: Suspense, yeah, you're right. his voice. comes his all-time bestseller. Containment
3: breach! We've had a major containment
2: breach! Use the manual gate override,
1: champion! Do it now! The champion! you have to close the gang! We've lost one
2: of the bugs! Repeat! From the crypt. I guess he was a deadly out. virus released by a
0: government mistake.
1: Listen to that voice, that's him.
0: A frantic military willing to stop at nothing to cover
1: up the terrible truth so-called super flu does, does not exist. exist what did you do what did you what people did do? You do
0: as the plague sweeps out of control a nation erupts society crumbles the end is here ah! The,
1: monster's here! the monster's here! <laughs> now, whatever his name is
0: the demon the prophet and those chosen to survive drawn by dreams of an old woman
3: be coming along to see me. an old
1: black woman by the way plays by rosie or uh what's her name to, to um, her
0: are real. Yeah. Be true, dear.
1: what's her name rosie not rosie d uh well, have ozzie them. davis is in this too um what's her name dude she's made to look very old in this but at the time she was not that old look What's her oh, name?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe oh,
1: come on, Whoa, dude. At, oh, she's in I No, she's in Do the Right Thing. She's the lady yeah. who sits in the mother-sister mother, or whatever.
2: Oh, I'm going to the the page now so we can look up his name. Um, not her. It, uh, uh, oh, Gary Sinise is in it, too. Yeah, a lot of good people in yeah, it, Yeah, a dude. lot of people. Um, Ruby D. Yeah,
1: Ruby D. That's who she is. All right, I'm going to keep playing this. Okay. Ruby D. Ozzy Davis, you know Ozzy Davis, right? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Help us to stay.
3: From Las
0: Vegas, an army of darkness assembles, controlled by dreams of their leader, Randall Flagg. Go for it, do it
1: Jamie Sheridan. Do it.
0: Abdul-Jabbar,
3: yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Rubi and Jamie Sheridan. Stephen
1: King,
0: my the
3: friend. stand. Did he? Did he? Hey. Did he say Miguel Ferrar? No, he didn't. Oh I Just do that in there. And Jamie Sheridan oh.
1: and me, Miguel Ferrar. All right, so um, oh, I just, I just, I just, I just creamed my pants right there. That was good. Um, yeah, I it was, I don't like For anyone who's name actually, Kareem al Al-Dude, doo Jabar.
2: Anyone who's actually watched Twin Peaks, he played uh, FBI agent Albert Rosenfield. I'm trying to get through it, um, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's a weird show. Twin Peaks, yeah. yeah. Not a bad show, I'm just saying it's a weird show. Yeah, we gotta go to a break.
1: Yeah. Miguel Ferrar says, stick with us, we'll be right back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> stick with us, we'll be right back.
1: That's him though, you gotta admit, that sounds just like him.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, I agree. <clears throat> but yeah, we'll be right back.
4: My soul is finally secured now. Yeah, yeah.
3: My eyes can see the sky, stop blue. Oh, the clouds are gone, my teeth are dry. All those videos. Powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. All Noise Radio is an internet radio station that's fully produced by graduates of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. From modern rock to old school hip-hop. Country to classical. News, talk, sports, and more. It's the noise you can't ignore. Log on to allnoiseradio.com. Fire up the station. Find out more about your favorite jocks. Get the latest CSV news and more. Plus, you can take All Noise Radio with you on the go for free. Just download the Live 365 app to your iPhone, iPod, Touch, or Blackberry and search All Noise Radio. Check out tomorrow's broadcasters today at allnoiseradio.com. Powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting.
0: Thanks for listening to the Lost Dial. If you like our podcast, please rate us and comment on iTunes and PartBean.com. Also, check out our friends Aaron, Andy, and Amacy at The Porchcast, and DD and Riel at Catnaps and Cognac. Both can be found on iTunes and PartBean. And now, back to the show.
1: To the final segment of episode one hundred and four, Lost For Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com.
2: dot For a justice song that doesn't sound like justice, <clears throat> I
1: don't know what any of that crap is. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a, a single. You might lose from, your rights again next week. From Justice. Yeah.
2: Um, I heard it. I'm like, this doesn't sound like justice, but it is. Um, they're they're known to be inspired by Daft Punk and you know them people, but it. I don't know. I, I first I was like, eh, I don't know, but it sounded good in the car and it put me in a good mood because it sounded happy and light yeah. um just
1: today alone should make you feel happy oh my god yes I mean, it's, it's like f- it's like i didn't go outside re- in this
2: last break but you know yeah. i've been outside enough
1: it's it's a day it's like r- r- it, everything's coming back to life mm-hmm. it's a day of of rebirth
2: i can't wait to get back home because uh our listeners don't know but i adopted a little puppy chihuahua uh, named chief um, so I'm going to get back home, bring chief outside and we're going to go run around a little bit. Cuddle
1: roll around in the hay.
2: There's no hay. that'll act up my allergies. So it will be none of that. Um, but yeah, so chief was a one-year-old little, little chihuahua. I will, uh, full
1: grown. What'd I think he's
2: as big as he's going to get. I um, mean, he's, you know, small enough to sit in my lap, which mm. he, that's one of his favorite spots to, to sit and lay down. It's probably cause your pants smell like bacon. Probably. I'm not going to deny it.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, uh, fried catfish and
2: not as much oh. fried catfish as i would like but you know the bacon yeah and i do enjoy a good bacon here
1: yeah, and there We just know we know just in general we know
2: hey i got uh roger sterling's best one liners here as we prepare oh, nice. for, for tomorrow yes although this episode it is tomorrow this, right yeah, yeah nice. this particular part of the episode won't be until after uh, the premiere, you're gonna starts. play the audio. Yeah, well, nice. I'm gonna play it here. Although... Somebody,
1: you know, somebody said to me that they saw previews for the next upcoming season, and it looked like maybe they changed the person playing Roger Sterling, and it's not.
2: Oh, that's hogwash, probably. Uh, why am I? Oh, I'm trying not to Robert
1: Morse. Um, John Slattery.
2: How do they do that? That's like his. Uh...
1: I right I think now, I somebody think. was just trying to get me riled up because <laughs> they know how much I like Roger Sterling. But mm.
2: Mm. they only play this. This is from the Huffington Post. Uh, I guess they they some I don't know if they did it or they found somebody to do a supercut. But we're gonna play it now this after is this we ad, which I'm gonna mute until it's done. Mm. Um, but yeah, let's just check out uh, Roger Sterling because we were talking about it the other day. We're tr- we couldn't figure out any lines that yeah. would be really famous from yeah. this from the show. Right. So let's see how this goes.
1: Maybe we could add Roger Sterling to
2: the intro. Maybe.
4: maybe. You're right. Who knows why people in history did good things. For all we know, Jesus was trying to get the loaves and fishes account. (laughs) Roger Sterling's best (laughs) one-liners. Psychiatry is just this year's candy pink stove. Being with a client is like being in a marriage. Sometimes you get into it for the wrong reasons, and eventually they hit you in the face. When God closes the door... He opens a dress. It's yeah, just, like hey, that. Is be... the lobby full of negroes? <laughs> full of negroes. <laughs> yeah, Look,
1: should... Stop! Stop! <laughs> pause! 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 <laughs> well, pause! Go back! Go back! That one. That one might have to be added to the intro. <laughs> I'm sorry. It really might. Have... Is a mirror is the lobby full of negroes? <laughs> Come on, dude. You gotta love it. All right, go, Let's All go right. back. Go Being back. with
4: a client is like being in a marriage. Sometimes like candy into the wrong reasons, and eventually they hit you in the face. When God closes the door. Is it was dress. Dress. just me or is the lobby full of Negroes? I shall be both dog and pony. Look, we've got Oysters Rockefeller, Beef Wellington, Napoleon. We leave this lunch alone, it'll take over Europe. I have another. It's 9:30, for God's sake. What's so urgent? <laughs> London Bridge falling down? All I want to do is win. Jets are made for dropping bombs on Moscow, not French cuisine. They say once you start drinking alone, you're an alcoholic. I'm really trying to avoid that. God, I missed the 50s. I'm smiling. What do you want? Well, my wife likes fur, I'm smiling. but you don't we see won't. me growing a tail. I just fire everyone. I buy you a drink, but uh, I think they're still free. How, How Jewish are they? You know, <laughs> fiddler on the roof. Audience <laughs> the cast. Pretty day. Show some respect. Right. you are done with your bombing? All I can get from this story is that Hitler didn't smoke.
1: And yeah, I do. do. Still being demure. That's a good one, dude. Mm-hmm. that's I'll paint a... you
4: the picture that's in my mind, but if it's true, I might kill myself. We need to change its rating from convalescent home to Roman orgy. I would, but I'm allergic to velvet. She died like she lived. Surrounded by the people she answered phones for. <laughs> well, I gotta go learn a bunch of people's names before I fire them. I told him to be himself. That was pretty mean, I guess. But I want everything I want. Errol Flynn is gone, and so is my taste for swordplay. Wait till she finds out about your Cadillac. She'll be waiting naked right in front of this window. Do you want to be right, or do you want to be married? are don't you, by yourself... A fancy hat <laughs> or a mask or something <laughs> like uh, uh. have you been out there it's rotten with kids and the cologne they wear the day you sign a client is the day you start losing them sorry charlie but them's the brakes i tried to get jane to talk to me in that accent nothing doing she doesn't speak french she doesn't like me i sat down with two of them and i swear by the end there were three bombs away your asses are going to wear out those chairs i watched the sunrise today couldn't sleep how was it average well, I'm not gonna sit <laughs> here and brag about how big I am. Place Wait, what was that
2: we'll one? Me go back. Anyone... Okay, we'll just go back Said.
1: This. I'm trying to write down my favorite ones.
4: Sleep. How was it? Average. Well, Wait, what? Bra- right, I didn't go back far enough. <laughs> yeah. wear out those chairs. Of the sunrise today. Couldn't sleep. How was it? Average. Well, I'm not gonna sit <laughs> here and brag about how big I am. Perfect place here. You want me to cut you out of that dress? When you get in trouble, you call mommy and daddy. Well, I'm not really going to kill him. I would, just would like to, that's all. I know you're sniffing around because I have a golden pork chop dangling from my neck. See, I find if I stick with the clear liquors, vodka gin, I know where I stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 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 After all that drinking, too, yeah. it's probably... Uh... Was
1: nothing from uh, his tripping experience no eh? no
2: I was, I was waiting for that for that
1: all right so these are my um these are my votes to add to the uh intro because it should be done how um,
2: much time it took
1: the negroes line um fancy hat or mask uh ass is gonna wear out the chair and uh, average sunset Mm-mm. those are the best ones i heard
2: Let's see what i can do <clears throat> no promises But yeah, I happen to come across that as uh, a. Is
1: that the only one from the show, and then nobody else? uh,
2: No other supercuts. Was it really necessary? Well, I guess maybe Don might have some pretty good lines too.
1: He's, but he's not funny. Don's well, he's
2: got really direct, like kind of biting things he says to people. Dark.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, ow. Harsh. Almost like there's nothing funny about Don Draper whatsoever. Yeah.
2: But with words.
1: I I can recall one thing that I that cracked me up that Don Draper once said and it's him and Roger Sterling and they're half in the bag so what's new hmm. out to eat lunch or whatever and uh uh something about a uh, oh milk uh they they're going to have cheesecake and Roger Sterling orders milk he's like you want some milk and and Don Draper's like I don't like milk. And he like sits there and he starts laughing. He's like, I've always hated cows. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only thing that I rem- remember Don Draper saying that I've got a kick out of. Mm. Um, I'm yeah. in the process of looking for highlights right now. You, don't, you don't know this. Oh, but,
2: that's what you're doing. Mm. Mm, I see. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not the gladiators. So my, my mother had a request that, uh, cause she's, what what she likes to do for the church um, is every once in a while she'll give out gifts like either like for Father's Day or Mother's Day and uh, she tries to tailor to whatever gender so she has a hard time finding gifts for the for the guys mm-hmm. so there she asked me like well what what do guys like and I'm like I don't know I'm not really I don't people never really describe me as a typical guy I'm not really that big into sports although I'll watch them occasionally mm-hmm. um, so she said well why don't you ask that on your show see if you get any answers um,
1: mm-hmm.
4: so that's
2: kind of what I'm doing now it's something to discuss any little kind of trinket thing because a lot of times what she'll end up doing is uh getting us uh, us meaning the guys uh pen maybe with a bookmark attached to it or something Mm -hmm. um and she's trying to find other ideas than just that so other little little things that guys could you know or would like to have Mm -hmm. uh one year she gave us um there's like a, a little screwdriver um which i still have and you know i carry around in my This lovely bag here. It's a new bag, too, by the way. Let me Um, see.
1: Pull her up. Mm -mm.
2: It's it's nothing too remarkable. It's just a lame backpack. Except it's got one of these little things here for your iPod. Your iPod can live in here. And just plug in your headphones up here. And there you go. Nifty. Nifty, indeed. Um, Not the gladiators. She also gave us... um, yeah, it is on a keychain. It's got like a multi-tool thing. It's got like you know a can opener, another screwdriver, a tiny little saw, um,
1: like a Swiss so, Army um. Yeah. Contraption. It just
2: needs to be oiled because everything is just it takes forever to try to open it. Mm. But that's not her fault. It's just how they're made. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, anything kind of like that. So listeners out there, you got any ideas? Please uh, tweet at us or email us. Uh, let's see the lost Style at gmail.com or at the lost Style Twitter. Probably do that one a slot faster. That's how we reply to people, or to reply to me directly at Ndub, i n d o o b. you can talk to Mike too, but he won't talk to you. Yeah, for like I weeks. don't. I don't
1: do the tweeter he, thing. He
2: doesn't. I have to usually tweet him to to get him involved in something. Uh, and even then, it's like days later. Like, dude, it's like forever ago.
1: Pulling teeth. <laughs> um, we need to do the website thing too.
2: We do. Um, I'm really thinking about Squarespace. Um, to to host it, to do it there. I I don't know if you know anything about it. You can go look at. Let me know. I'll pull in the
1: funds. I I already have that. Uh, whatever. What is it? Ninety dollars, a hundred dollars a year, or whatever. Is that how much it costs?
2: Uh, I don't remember now. I have to go back and look at it again because I'm thinking about moving our church's website there too. Mm. Um, so if you're interested in what Squarespace is, uh, oh, it'd be love, be lovely if we can get them as a sponsor for the show. Because mm-hmm. uh, I hear other podcasts that I like to listen to, like um. How did this get? how did that get made? Um, yeah, my brother, my brother and me—they do—they have—they sponsor that show. Um, but Squarespace.com is all about uh, building websites. Um, very nice and clean and simple. So you can be on a computer, you can be on your iPad, and it looks the same.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, speaking of other places I, I love, uh, Smoking with Chris—they now follow no, uh, me know. and the Lost Style on Twitter. So, really, yeah. So that's
1: that restaurant in, uh, in Southington.
2: Southington, Southington. Yep. With all the, the great lovely meats.
1: Where is it? Queen street
2: it's right off of, uh, queen street sort of. And as I described to place to people that I bring out there, um, you wouldn't find it unless you knew what you were looking for. Right. Cause you can easily drive by it and not even know. Well, but queen
1: street is a cluster F of just <laughs> endless plazas. It and is, You know, it is. there's little a zillion stores in each one and you know,
2: but yeah, this is off of, uh, um, off queen street. off queen street right so um yeah uh the address i think is 59 south center street okay i'm trying to do it by memory um but i'll get back to you on that and if i actually just look look them up look up their twitter page look up them on facebook um great food tell them sterling sent you <laughs> because i've been there three times now so
1: what about Mr. D's? Mr.
2: D's, I've been there three times too, as well.
1: Yeah, so I, I should start frequenting some of these places. But I haven't been. Um,
2: you've been too busy. You've, and plus, you've you know had your. I've been in New
1: Hampshire a lot lately. I have really not spent too too much time down here right. in the past. Ooh, Jesus, no it's wonder my off. ears are all clogged. Why? No, because I the peas are. I'm, I'm doing some peas that are really <laughs> popping my eardrums over here
2: and and you're you're the only one to blame for that since you're the one I popping. I know.
1: So. I know. I'm not, you know.
2: <laughs> but that's <clears throat> So yeah, check out those places. Um check them out. Delicious foods. Uh Mr. D's and Smoke with Chris. Uh there's a new place that just opened up. I haven't checked them out yet. They literally just opened up. My dad is um he's becoming a VIP, although he, I <clears> guess I <throat> would say he always is cuz, you know, he's my father. Oh. Um but he got a special invite to uh, a new place called Us Restaurant. It's us? A, yeah, Us Restaurant. It's, a, it's I believe, a soul food restaurant. Like, oh, okay, okay. So it's all about, um, in the way that the... My parents described it to me the way the chef was saying it. It's about um, food for us, like uh, weird... Taking food from like the slavery days and putting them on a, on a white plate. Really? Yeah. So.
1: Really. The menu where is, is this?
2: This is in Middletown. I don't know where exactly, but I will check it out and I'll definitely give you. Basically, a basically
1: review. sludge from the slave days, <laughs> but, but reinvented.
2: Dressing it up. So basically macaroni That's and cheese. That's very interesting. They're saying like macaroni and cheese. Is the way didn't they bed. used to they feed bed
1: like bed. didn't they used to feed lobsters to the slaves yeah. because they didn't look at it back then as a. Uh,
2: I don't know about lobsters but anything that the white people desert uh, discern to be des- undesirable well, that's what they Well lobsters
1: used to be look at they looked at as as undesirable because they're bottom dwellers they're
2: But well, why would they even get lobsters and then just give them to the slaves? I well, mean that's a lot they'd of work they'd to pull
1: get them though. up accidentally when they were you know shrimping or something else you know before it was you know before they realized that wow lobsters really good they were looked at as like as bottom feeders which they are i mean they are yeah i always heard that that um the slaves used to <laughs> they used to have candlelit lobster dinners out in the uh <coughs> out in the slave shed but um they were really living it up cuz they were eating lobster and it was dank <laughs>
2: that one i don't think they with.
1: had the fancy cracker the, the claw crackers though no then.
2: no although i wouldn't be surprised if a black person came up with that invented it probably um, but i'd have to get back to you on the whole lobster thing look uh, into it i will uh remind me later because i know i'm gonna forget as soon as we move on to something no
1: like. i think the i think that's gonna be something that sticks with you all day <laughs> it you're might. not you're not gonna be able to it, forget about it that. might
2: the more that we talk about it, it might you're might. gonna be like hmm but i'm definitely gonna check out us us restaurant um because my parents, they gave it a pretty good review. They said that uh, since it was like a grand opening, this, there were a little you know kinks here and there, like a service that oh, took a course. long time for my daddy. Yeah. his they're they're his trying food. to they're trying to get into the rhythm. Exactly. So it's still brand new, but and I I heard there's only one chef that was there. So I mean, mm-hmm. if he was cooking for, do you
1: if, think his name was Toby?
2: No, I don't think it was Toby. <laughs> um, if he's cooking for like, I think my dad was a part of a group of like maybe 19. You people. do get that right? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> Um since he was part of a big group, they probably took a long time to get to everybody's food. Um, especially if it was one guy. Do you cooking. think that
1: was an inappropriate thing to say? Well,
2: we've we've already, you know, crossed the line of being controversial I so many so. times yeah, without is, getting I, Mr. I, Mustache I, 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 here. Yeah, That's correct. what we're just gonna call him, Mr. Mustache. <clears throat> get don't. that black guy out of here. <laughs> get
1: this black. Yeah, and I did was, what you said. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I love that, dude. I I was uh like I said, I did listen to parts of the last show, but I did start it from the beginning and it was early in the morning. I almost texted you immediately, but it was like, it was early. It was like, I was up cause of my stones and it was like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. Oh, I
2: would have been up. Wait, is it during <clears> the, the <throat> week? Yeah. I, I probably would have been up or supposed to be getting up because mm. I have to get up around like 3, 3.30 to get ready for work. Mm. And my yeah. work is an hour drive. And the earlier I get to work, the earlier I can leave. Right. So... That probably would have been good motivation for me. It's like, hey, just listen to the show. Blah, is it me
1: or is the waiting room full of Negroes?
2: <laughs> um, Yeah, Mr. Mustache. That's what we'll have to call uh, it. I was,
1: you know, in a way, like I really kind of was hoping he'd show up again today. And, you know, I, that, before I realized how much of a baddie character he is, <laughs> I gave him my email address. Like, a, you know, I gave you him a card. Him, yeah, you gave him a card. I wrote down my email address on it. I'm glad he didn't pursue us. Well, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, um, we've had a couple weirdos. Um, really kind of.
2: Well, there was one guy who, all
1: over us. There was
2: one guy who we actually thought was interesting, but we haven't seen him again. The guy who was, um, I think he was in a wheelchair.
1: Yeah, but he seemed like
2: he would have brought the show down. I think a
1: little. Bit. Yeah, and you know, because he was in all, was all sorts of trouble. Story. Yeah, but he also he had a cool car. he I seemed like one of them talkers, though, just like this guy. He seemed like. You know,
2: I don't think he would have started trouble. He just wouldn't No, have been, but
1: he wouldn't have been necessarily somebody you could you could take
2: could joke with, I guess. Well,
1: or or take everything as being truthful.
2: Mm,
1: he see. just seemed like a storyteller. He seemed like, mm. you know, yeah, maybe the, the basis of everything he's saying is true, but he just exaggerates. He's a right. big exaggerator.
2: And yeah. the reason why his legs are Can gone is the, because he had an explosion. Uh, Cuz
1: I have no legs. <laughs> I gonna Poor little Tin Tin, it. or what was it? Tink, Tank. Yeah, tink, Tank.
2: tank. <laughs> um,
1: I just wanna, I, I wanna see it. I wanna sample this really quick. Because
2: the thing that I think uh, Mr. Mustache would probably Mr. Mustache talk to him about was. Uh, oh my God, I thought that was. I him. me too. I uh, freaked out a little <laughs> bit. Um, is the whole gun control thing that's going on right now? Uh, but did
1: you hear him yelling at me though?
2: Yeah. Like I, I
1: didn't know if it was like.
2: So what happened after the show? We, um, Man,
1: this is so weird. He
2: was outside with, I guess, his partner or whatever. They were doing some video shoot. And they're standing
1: right there.
2: I, right outside in the lobby. To there, block there was the a hallway road, the into the lobby. bathroom. Um, Mike went to go. He had to walk past him to go to the bathroom. He was trying to get you to do something, and then you had to go to the bathroom. So he was going to ask me to do it, and then he changed his mind again. So mm-hmm. I went in the, break, uh, in the snack room. Area, yeah. Basically, the Sterling
1: hightailed it out of here as fast as humanly possible because he I, didn't I, want to partake in what really. this. Not really.
2: I didn't know what he was doing. I didn't know I was going to be a part <clears> of it. I said, yeah, sure, whatever. But then he changed his mind, so I went home. And then all of a sudden, I hear this yelling. Uh, I was like, dude, you just walked in front of my shot. You know, like who I am, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. Now I'm just telling from my point of view, from my perspective. So after all the yelling kind of went down, like, okay, I'm not going around that way. I'm glad I had all my stuff with me. So I went out the back door and then I find Mike outside. He's about to go drive away. And I'm like, "And but you stop. And then you, you, and I tell, he's like, dude, this guy was just yelling at somebody and then you just kind of shake I'm your like, head. like yeah it was me
1: <laughs> <laughs> but see i don't like he, all right they had the camera set up mm-hmm. the camera was pointed at him he was doing a thing mm-hmm. but like when i came out of the bathroom but i mean the the way, the thing of the thing of it is is they were blocking that area what am i supposed to do stand there and for wait? all day long no i'm going to sneak by and the, and how i snuck by trust me i was right up against the table there's no way i was in the shot mm-hmm. but he used that as um part right, of his little thing catalyst, yeah, yeah just, and he was like you know, I, man, I wish I knew exactly what he said because he's like and that's just the character he is. He's a he's a big, confrontational scary or... confrontational man and he just, you know, yeah, you know who I am <laughs> and I just stood there with a big smile on my face with his big I right,
2: heard of like why you smiled at me or something like that. Like, yeah.
1: I was because I 'cause I was like, maybe this is not fake.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't so know what I didn't else know he was talking I I, I didn't know what
1: else to do but to just stand there and smile at him. And I actually, at one point, I almost, like, said something back to him, like, fired off some, like, wisecrack. At him, if you but, did that, then
2: I would have known he was <clears> talking to you. Then
1: you would was... have heard a... You
2: heard a <laughs> somebody's neck breaking? Or... Yeah. Wow. That's what
1: I tried to... Yeah. I, w-
2: I, I kind of met you halfway Not there. Not the gladiators.
1: I just want to see something here real quick.
2: Okay.
3: Goodness. It's been 20
4: years. At least. Do you work here? No. neither no. do I? No, I, I had a divorce here. Divorce? Yeah. Oh, I don't like that word. Phoebe Cates. I mean, you gotta, you okay. gotta work things through if you don't want to get.
1: You know who she is.
2: I think I've only seen. Well, it, I like, gave it one my movie. best shot,
0: Lizzie. But uh... you know, we've been separated two years now. Mm. The good thing about it is, I got to keep my daughter.
2: I don't know Miss what this Natalie. is,
4: though. Oh,
0: she's real pretty. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's a lot to handle though. She's a lot like you used to be.
4: Huh. Like me. Yeah.
1: Don't you remember? What do you mean?
0: Don't you remember what you did to my grandmother? I didn't do anything to your grandmother. (laughs) You said the same thing back then. You said that Fred did it.
2: Oh, that movie. Okay.
3: Drop dead Fred.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, Grandma (laughs) Bonds. Oh, Grandma Bonds.
2: Drop dead Fred.
1: This movie's a classic, dude.
2: It is. I do remember when it, like came out. Absolute classic. I think a lot of the jokes I probably didn't get. I should probably, uh...
1: Oh, here he comes. Maybe not. Me and my brother used to love this movie, dude. Hmm. Oh, Grandma Bonds! Come on, I want to see some drop-dead Fred. And like, every time she gets near Gladiola, she's he's like, not the Gladiola's, and she sneezes, and her sneeze makes him bounce all over the place.
2: Oh. Yeah, it's been way too long, then. Yeah. since I've seen it.
1: Maybe you should play this at church night, church movie night some night.
2: Uh, we haven't been doing it for a while. Oh. Uh, we might bring it up in a couple months. I think we might do... The next thing we're supposed to be doing is a game night
1: should devote one one night showing, oh, there he is, to Drop Dead Fred.
2: Every movie night is a one night showing.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's see what kind of antics he's he's got going on. Here. It all
2: depends on, on the film and the uh, language and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. Is there bad language in this? I think it's like pg I, th- I, th- I think there's some uh, inappropriate things. There might be, so... Drop Dead Fred's kind of a... Yeah. ...kind of a deadbeat. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: you you're all older you're even uglier (laughs) i'm sorry i'm gonna have to be sick all over you immediately lie down hang on
1: where's all the dolls not dead fred where is the dolls i want to play with the aha the dolls hello jemima hello angelique hello you're gonna die (laughs) (laughs) mr Pooh. You
3: die
1: too!
3: No, no, no! <laughs> yes, yes, yes!
0: Ah! Wow. Ah, my intestines. Not Chinese chesties! Ah! <laughs> <Duh>, eh,
3: <duh. laughs>
1: <Duh, laughs>
4: eh, must be dreaming. Where's the fire truck? Where's the rest of the toys?
1: Toys. They're gone. Just smashed his nuts. Oh, oh Grandma buns All
2: right. Mm-mm. I'm, gonna I'm sorry I can't reminisce with you because, yeah. Oh, see, uh, it was a movie from my early childhood, and uh, those memories aren't as uh, prevalent as most recent ones. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to end that sentence. <laughs> the look you gave me didn't
1: help. Oh, right. I got you. <laughs> I think. Maybe not. Whatever it is you said. <clears throat> Weird Mr. Pooh, you'll die too.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you say we wrap this whole thing up?
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm. I'm just gonna. I didn't get the. Uh, you
1: Got anything else uh, to say?
2: I don't think I do. Um, I think I've got everything out out here, and then I'm gonna try to um get on Facebook and post all those links and stuff that we talked about. I don't even remember if I posted anything from last week that mm. I said I would. You know what? So I do apologize for that.
1: Sometimes. Sometimes you eat the bar, and sometimes the bar eats you.
2: Sure. Um, you want to give a shout out to our, our um, not really the people that we admire.
1: <laughs> not really. Oh, okay. Oh, like who? Um, Miguel oh, wait, Ferrer.
2: Yeah, Miguel Ferrer. Yeah. Miguel Ferrer. See you know. on
1: Twitter. Did you find him on Twitter?
2: Uh, not yet. I have to look more. But Kevin Spacey is on Twitter, so mm. and we like him. Good. Um,
1: Are you sure it's him?
2: Yes, it's him. Uh, Corey Booker is on Twitter, and. He's still amazing. I, I was watching uh, his feed the other day, and there's people that complain about things that happen in the street or like little stuff. It doesn't even matter really. And um,
1: he goes yeah, out and takes care of it. Yeah, personally. personally, personally, He's personally.
2: Like, send me your, you know, send me your your phone number. Uh, Where's your address? Um, I'm gonna get this taken care of. So. Now
1: he's he's a good example of he's a real human being. He's a politician, yes, but he's. A real human being. Now, I'm hoping. Obviously, he's got a big future in politics. He's yeah. going to go to Washington someday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether the president, he, maybe. I think he'll start off with representing New Jersey, probably in Congress. He'll work his way up to yeah. yeah, and he's got a future. And I hope that once he does go to Washington, like most of the some of you know there's only a handful of good people that ever made it to Washington but they even they get changed they're changed mm-hmm. you know once the money starts getting thrown at them
2: they're not as much for the people as they started
1: no, go no. watch um house of cards you'll see how, right how Did disgusting not yet, not yet. No, okay. you'll see how disgusting and and um just absolutely corrupt DC is and it, it takes it takes over people it, you know
2: yeah, when you do, let me know, because it's, it's a good show. I'm, I'm hoping
1: Cory Booker, is what I'm saying, is... Because uh, you know he'll he'll rise, mm-hmm. you know, like cream or whatever. And, uh, you know, I just hope he uh, he stays true to his, you know, his Newark ways. Wow.
2: Whoa. I wonder why that wasn't working right.
1: So, you know, shouts to all of them. Shouts to
2: Catnaps and Cognac.
1: Shouts to porch cast and duty calls and
2: my brother my brother and me and Ellie Velshi and uh
1: Mr. Pooh you <laughs> die too
2: <laughs> all right remember if the world didn't suck we'd all fall off bye
0: The Lost Dial is brought to you by All Noise Radio, which is powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Farmington, Connecticut. It is executive produced by Michael James Dupal and T. Sterling Watson. To hear more of our show, download at thelostdial.podbean.com or subscribe on iTunes to get every new episode. Please rate us and leave us comments. To contact us, email us at thelostdial@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at thelostdial and find us on facebook at facebook.com slash the ld crew you can also give us a call at 860-342-8423 the lost dial is part of the indub network and is a 3sfx production